Good morning and welcome into the Cap and Jay Good Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and John the Hood with you. It's back to work Monday. It's an NFL playoff Monday as we talk to you about what we saw over the weekend. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Also, you can hear us on 100.3 HD2. Thanks so much for checking out our show there as well. And good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down in Chicago. Thanks so much for um, watching our show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. Yes, Cap and I come in with our heads down this morning and a few hundred dollars less because of the ticket burning in our wallet as we had the Bills winning the Super Bowl and they fell short to the Bengals 27 to 10. And what bothers me the most is Josh Allen with his zero touchdowns, could not run the football, 11 carries, get on 37 yards outside of what Allen did running the football, not great. And I, I just should have known, Cap. I should have known that this was going to happen because of the Miami game. So in the Miami game, Allen likes to be able to have these all-or-nothing plays. There, there's a criticism for Josh Allen. All-or-nothing plays. Instead of being able to throw underneath and just kind of matriculate the ball down the field, no, not Josh Allen. It's all-or-nothing with him, which means that he has inconsistent offense. We saw this against the Miami you know, it really helped Miami stay in the ball game because of the incompletions, because he's overshooting his receivers. But they were able to survive that game against Miami because Miami wasn't ready to win yet. And also they had Skylar Thompson as a quarterback, so that wasn't going to work. But we should have known from that Miami game that the Dolphins, that, that the, um, the Bills, rather, was going to be able to come out and be flat like this offensively. Watching the way the whole thing unfolded, how, how do you look at the weather forecast? You live in Buffalo. Yes. And decide we're not going to run the football. I don't understand it. I do not understand. Cincinnati's got a good football team or they wouldn't be back in the AFC title game for the second year in a row mm-hmm. in the Arrowhead Invitational. Yeah. I realize this is, the, what, the fifth straight year it's in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. Fifth! Yeah. The Arrowhead Invitational. How do you not look and say, guys, we're going to establish the run. We'll use Josh's legs. We'll run whoever, Devin Singletary or Scott, or excuse me, Cook. And then we can use play action and open things up. Well, for basketball terminology, I'll put it to you this way, and you'll get this. So you're down 14 nothing. So Before what, you blinked. Right. But now... All of a sudden, well, I got to throw the ball over the yard. I got to catch up with Burrow in Cincinnati. We got to catch up. Whereas a basketball coach, you're down 10. So your kids all, all of a sudden say, well, if we're down 10, I got to shoot. We need threes. We got to get back in the ball game. And what you would say is just continue to just work our offense. Do what get, we do. Get we'll inside. Chip away. You chip away. We get inside. You cut it to eight. We cut it to six. We get fouled. We cut it to two. But basketball teams, especially on the college level, are trying to have this 10-point shot that's not available Correct. from a 10-point deficit. Correct. Same thing here with the Bills. You're down 14 nothing. What are we going to do? we got to abandon the run. You don't have to do that. But then it was 14-7, and you got to stop. Yeah. You had a chance. Run the football. Run the football. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I was shocked because I like Sean McDermott. I think he's done a really good job there. I was shocked how poorly coached that game was yesterday. Poorly team, and we wanted it to be our team, and that's what hurts the most. And when you don't, when you don't perform uh, up to your expectations internally, um, that hurts. And 
you know, he just, but as a competitor, you're only really left with one choice, and that is to pull, your, pull yourself together uh, in due time and, uh, and find a way to get it done. And that's, that's what we're steadfast, and that's, that, that'll be the vision as we move forward here. So um, the goal hasn't changed and won't change for this organization, um, and we got to continue to do everything we can to get there, and that's the goal. The super-hyped fans of Buffalo. This is what they wanted, an opportunity, Shay, and now, once again, gone by the wayside. Yeah, not just gone by the wayside. You also have your uh, number one wide receiver, one of the best receivers in the NFL, Stephon Diggs, who was yelling at Josh Allen on the sideline, frustrated with, I think, the accuracy of some of the throws. In-game, I noticed him saying, get that ball up higher when he was throwing to Diggs. Then he just wasn't throwing to Diggs. Um, And then apparently left the locker room early, Diggs did. And he he had to be brought back by a teammate. He stayed for a couple minutes, and then he left again. That was unbelievable. So they got a problem on their hands. Where else would you rather be? Right here, right now. Not in Orchard Park, Marv. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Marv. <laughs> they've got a they've got an issue there. And they're not trading Stefan Diggs. They're just not. Yeah, give him the ball really more. Good football give, player. It'd be, it'd be nice to give him the ball more. Correct. Be nice. They have got to commit to running the football. Yes. They have to. So there's that game. And then, of course, Philadelphia's dominance. I was so impressed by what they did. Again, it's against the Giants. Giants beat the Vikings, which tells us exactly how bad the Vikings were, that the Giants only scored seven points. Now, here's a big question for the Giants. So what happens now? Daniel Jones worth a boatload of money, or do you look for a quarterback? Who are you getting? Exactly. There's the conundrum. It happens when you're in the middle, right? Right. Are you signing Saquon Barkley? He came out this week and said, I'm not looking to reset the market. I just, I'd just like to stay here. Just treat me fairly and we'll be good. I'm not looking to get the top-end money. Mm-hmm. Shea would not sign him. He's 25. He'll turn 26 before next season. Are you signing him? No. I need more weapons, though, offensively. I just need new, what I'm going to do He's with the He's the best player on your team. So if you're That's letting fair. him go... yeah. What are you doing? All right. But how much of his productivity is mired off to how good his offensive line is? Wow. That's the problem with the running back. And you give him the second contract, like he's not getting younger. He's not getting faster. He's not getting stronger. We're at the downhill point. We relate all this to the Bears, by the way. Everything that we see, saw on the weekend, we relate this to the Bears. Mm-hmm. You, you find out the good teams and what they have, and then you say, hey, Bears, look at what the Niners do. Look at what the Bengals do. You have to be yourself as a franchise. I get it. But still the components and the still it's still there. Offensive line, defensive line, pass rushers, difference makers at wide receiver, the quarterback position, running the football, all of that still matters. Well, that's why I'm saying that everyone thinks the Bears can t- – I was talking about this with my brother. He's like, I think we can turn it around by next year. And I said, do you realize how bad the roster truly is? Yeah. There's really, name me other than Justin, who's the game-breaking talents on this team either side of the ball? Don't have any. Not any. Zero. That's what a rock bottom looks like. This is what rock bottom looks like. I don't think you turn it around in one offseason. Nobody hits on every draft pick. Nobody hits on every signing. And you don't get every guy you go after. 312-332-3776 312-332-3776 our phone number. Who should the Bears look like based on what you saw um, over the weekend with the NFL playoffs? Aurora, Colorado, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Ken on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you today? We're great. Thanks for checking in. Oh, uh, yeah, no problem. Hey, um, 
I hate the I hate the Bengals. I'm I'm a Steeler fan. I mean, I, I love the Bears, but I'm a Steeler fan. Mm-hmm. But they're awesome. I would love though to see the Bears take the Philadelphia model because they they can't touch Cincinnati's offense. I would love to see them take Philadelphia's model, build through the draft, trade some capital once they get some more um, for some wide receivers, offensive line, whatever. That's what I would love to see. I understand that you're a Steeler fan and you don't like the Bengals, but you have to respect that you just march oh. down the field on the road as if as if the Bills weren't even there. The, the confidence, awesome. the confidence of the Bengals' offense was like, wait a minute. So you don't. There's no half stepping. There's no step to the side. They just march right down the field twice and got a touchdown. Crushed. So crazy. Before I even, yeah, yeah. Before I even turned the TV on, it was seven nothing. I'm like, well, what just happened? Wow. I made money on it because I had Jamar Chase having the first touchdown. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. nice. But yeah, absolutely. Um, they're they're my ride or die this year. Mm-hmm. It was them and, and the Dolphins, and now it's you know after what's his name got concussed, uh, Tua. Uh, you know the Bengals are my ride or die now, and I I, I hate them. But, um, <laughs> you can't help yeah, it though. Real, real real quick, I got a question. Yeah. Um, is did Tony Romo have they checked him for too many concussions? Because no! he's horrible. <laughs> he's horrible. Another one against Romo. Another one. Take that? that. Appreciate it, Ken. You know, four people say, could it be true? Need five. Oh, I need another one. Okay, well, okay. all right. We... Ooh, could we be right about Tony Romo, Jim? Ooh. Here we go, Jim. 312-332-3776, our phone number. There. See, he would have hated Madden with a boom. In the... He would have hated that shit, Shay. Why? I like Madden. I've heard some of his calls. He was measured and good and, and like he knew what he was talking about. Romo's out. The problem with Romo is not just the special effects with his ooze and he, it's that he just is allergic to offering an opinion. And I don't know if it's because he is afraid of criticizing offenses. He says everybody's the greatest. Philadelphia can win well, the Super apparently Bowl. Apparently, the, the CBS executives told him to stop calling out plays. They didn't want any of that. Well, yeah, because they heard it was it's two nuts and bolts. It's two X's and O's for the common man. Disagree. Then we find out this guy doesn't have a personality he's the awkward dad that hangs around the high school group for way too long just making weird jokes just kind of lingering and he's not actually like in the group there's no chemistry he's just in the back of the room making weird uncomfortable bad jokes yeah i don't think he's as bad as you paint him out to be i don't i enjoy him so so one more person than who you believe because we got four so far I need one. More. Need one more person to be against Romo. Okay, but you, you guys don't do what I do because it's too much of an extra effort. The old sync up on the radio—that's what you do. So that way I can walk around the house, listen to what's going on. I go to the TV and take a look. It's synced in. I've got an Iron Eagle in my ear, or I've got a Mike Golick Senior in my ear during or a the game. Kevin Harlan. Sure, yeah. absolutely. I'm a Harlan guy. So it's it's in my ear. I can hear. It. Golick did a game last night. Did a late game last night. Absolutely. So you move around and just look. That way it's synced up because I got the full play-by-play. I don't like the radio play-by-play. I didn't worry about all this other bad nonsense and these booms and baps. Spoken like a radio man. Well, I'm just... <laughs> well, I... Nothing like the pure play-by-play. You know it, Cap. Right? Agreed. You sync it up right there in the headphones. That way, listen, to... that's how I do every White Sox game. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Uh, are the Eagles the one team the Bears should be trying to emulate, or is there another team that you looked at in the playoffs Saturday or Sunday? You say, boy, I love the Bears to be that team. Also, some technology that has to happen. You think that the NFL's 
at the top of their game with technology. There's something they need to add with their technology that just has to happen in 2024. We'll get to that coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Cap and Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Greeny comes your way at 10 o'clock. Carmen Yurko at 12. Waddle and Sylvia at 2. Bleck and Abdallah from 6 to 8. Freddie and Fitzsimmons from 8 until midnight right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Cap, um, we have to do something here about the chain gang in the NFL. It's 2023, for God's sakes. The idea that you have to take a commercial break because, quote-unquote, the chain broke. What are we doing here? The chain broke? How about that? You take a commercial break. Chain broke, we'll be right back. Excuse me? <laughs> All this technology that we have, and, and some of it works, by the way. If you, if you choose to use the technology, it does work, by the way, uh, Mr. Replay. So what you're telling me we can't have a chip in the ball and have a way of exactly knowing where'd that chip get to? Got to the 29-yard line. That's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need a chain. Now, are you putting people out of work? No. You're not putting the chain gang out of work. They could do something else around the stadium. Correct. You know, it's, it's, well, you can't get rid of jobs. You can't get rid of jobs. No, that's not what we're saying. Somebody's going to have to run the laser. Well, right. For the chip. Right. So we're getting a job. The chain broke. You see that in the game? Shay, okay. did you see that? Yeah, and then the backup chain was tangled. Yes. They were trying to unwrap the backup chain so that they could get it to the chain gang, and it was wrapped so poorly they had to take knots out of the chain. That's that, Now, that's ridiculous. You've got to modernize that. Well, the chip broke, so what are we going to use? Get another football with a good, another good chip in it. Exactly. Just To have a chain gang at, in 2023 is not tradition. It's just dumb. You're telling me that there's no way to, with all our technology to make this work. Uh, just, I just if we're going to be able to call balls and strikes without the benefit of the umpire making the call, it's going to be with a chip mm-hmm. or a, and a laser, the whole deal, that ball's getting hit way harder than a football's ever going to be hit. Right. That ball is absolutely getting smacked, thrown, spun. Baseball. You're telling me we can't do this with football? Jay Moore. You know how they have the stud finders with the uh, beams? Yes. They need to do poles with the beams that can go from stick to stick. Yes. And that'll eliminate the chain. Well done. See that? A stud finder. See, Jay Moore ought to be the, <laughs> in charge of all this. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Just, uh, just unbelievable. And, and by the way, those who want to complain about baseball being too long, you don't think football games are too long with nonsense like that? We got to take a commercial? They've gotten a lot Stop. longer. Oh, oh, hey. Oh. Actually, pace of play was down this year for NFL. Yeah. How about Overall. That? But then you had that ridiculous Bills-Dolphins game in wild card weekend that was four and a half hours. No one complains about time in the National Football League, though. Always in baseball. Got to get it shorter. But then we can't find the right chain for a chain gang. Let's go back to the phone lines. There he is. He's Joey G. Joey G in Melrose Joey! Park. Joey! Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? How you doing? Dad? I'm doing okay. Uh, I want to emulate the Bears as the San Francisco 49ers. That'd be awesome. All right, tell us why, Joey. Well, Eber, I'm sorry, uh, Poles has got to prove himself uh, like George Lynch did, or whatever his name is, Lynch. 
John Lynch. The GM. Um, again, though, I, I, I keep on relevating this to you guys. The coaching staff is nowhere near the three coaching staffs that are or the four coaching staffs that are going into the uh, championships game. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you got Andy Reid and his staff. You got the Cincinnati staff that's go, maybe going to their second consecutive Super Bowl. You got the Shanahan staff, and you got the Sirianni staff, which has done a magnificent job. Sirianni, I, I know what the bleep I'm doing. I don't believe I'm doing. He would probably be fourth of the four in terms of success level so far, but maybe he'll win the Super Bowl. We'll see. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, I, even though he's Italian, I, I, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you, Joey? What's the matter with me? I'm being honest. Well, that's true. He is. And I want to shout out to Space. Space, I haven't talked to you in a couple of months. If you're listening... Joey G says hello and happy New Year to you and your family. Such a good man. That's Joey. a good man, Joey. He's a good person. Thank you, Joey, for the phone call. We love you, Pat in West Chicago on ESPN One Thousand with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Hello, Pat. Hello. I think Joey from is it Elmwood Park or Melrose Park? Melrose, Melrose, Melrose Park. Park. He's a kin. His speech is akin to uh, Tony Romo on color analysis for NFL games. Oh! <laughs> wow, take that, Tony Come on, Romo. Pat. Emula- emulating, relevating, but not a serious note. Uh, <laughs> I-, I listen to all the games, watched and listened to all the games, and I, I agree with Shay on this one. And <clears throat> the comparison I make is to Greg Olson, because at the end of the game last night, Greg Olson is giving, giving great insight on how the clock management on both sides of the ball uh, was bad. And I was just like, no, you're not getting any of that with Romo. There you go, Cap. That's uh, that's five. Your thoughts. Go ahead. I need six. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're moving the goalpost on us. (laughs) Pat, we appreciate the phone call. Um, By the way, high school coaches, high school football coaches that are listening, I know that you like to probably watch games, college football games, and also the NFL. It's like, now, I could put that in our playbook. I'm sure maybe the kids aren't watching, but right. here's one thing that you cannot use. Do not use the end of the Cowboy game as a, as a scheme or as a gimmick. Yeah, what was that? Elliot is the center, and he snaps the ball, and he gets blown the bleep up. Oh, he got crushed. Uh, why? There's no protection around him. Why would you do that? He got crushed. Look, they weren't going to make a play there. It was done. 49ers had like seven guys way down the field. They were never going to let you in the end zone. The Look, game was over. You could do your Philly special. You could do some of your razzle-dazzle. Please don't use that play to the, blow somebody up. I was watching it. My wife's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like we had a son that played. We watched eight years of him play football. We're like, never see anything that look like that. And they said they've been working on that. Yeah. What do you think that play is supposed to be? It's, it's Ezekiel Elliott. He got blown up. At the end of that play. Why? I 
I have no idea. And it was going nowhere, the play. It was going nowhere. Because they threw it right over the middle. Bam! They threw it to the one guy who was immediately covered. Everyone else on the field at least had an opportunity to lateral the ball. They threw it to the one guy. But it, did, it didn't It's just so ridiculous. No, of course it didn't matter. It's just, that's one of those things when you think you're the smartest guy in the room and you've been working on this in practice and you're like, this is going to surprise everybody. And then you run it and you realize nobody's done this for a reason. Yeah, I don't think he thought it was going to work, McCarthy. Ew. You know what? The regular stuff ain't working. Try that. Oh, my God. Line up, I, I didn't have a problem. They tried it. Line up like a man and play. What is that nonsense? Anyway. Wasn't going to work. Sidebar may I approach. Yes. Brought to you by Ankin Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. ball. Our thanks to the Pitch and Hit Club yesterday, Cap. I had a tremendous time in Tinley Park at the convention center to be honored by the Pitch and Hit Club. Thanks so much for everybody that came out. What a great time. Sold out. They had been dark for a couple of years because of COVID. Um, people kept reminding me that when you got your award for the Pitch and Hit Club, how uh, sick as a dog oh you were. Oh, my God. You were Jordan in Utah at the end, apparently. Oh, my God. I was. You can't imagine how sick I was. And that was... Late January of 2020, mm-hmm. when I was so sick, and th- that may have been COVID. I may have had COVID then, yeah. but we didn't know that. But what a great time. Tom Scher, <laughs> yes, sir, Senator. He was the MC of it all, Tom Scher. Tremendous, <laughs> tremendous host. Yeah, but, uh, but Tom Scher, you know, Ken Miller is great. He, he was able to shepherd me through because it was my first time there. I didn't mm-hmm. know what to expect. You talk about great personnel. They have it down. Exactly. Where are you supposed to stand? Where are you supposed to be? That, I, it was a tremendous time. But there's Tom Share, And Tom, boy, I tell you what. If there's a microphone that's open, he's going to sing into it. He's going to sing into it. And that's exactly. He gave us the, uh, gave us O Canada. Wow. Sang O Canada because oh, the Dempsters were there. O Canada. Ryan was there with his dad. Ryan Dempster there with his father. Uh, I was inducted with so many luminaries, but Ozzie Gian, Ryan Dempster. It's good to see Demp. We had a long He's conversation. Um, and Ozzie. Ozzie Gian was great. Lloyd McClendon also was inducted. He didn't I didn't get a chance to. He was sick, so he wasn't there, but they still showed his highlights. Man, going back to the days when he was a little leaguer. Yeah, played in the Little League World Series. Five for five? Five home runs, I think? Five for five? Amazing. I think that's I think that's what they said yesterday because I saw the video, and um, it was Jim McKay doing the play-by-play for Lloyd McClendon when he was in Little League. The color analyst, Mickey Mantle. Wow, <laughs> that's how far back it goes. He was right? one of those few guys that played in the Little League World Series and played in the big leagues. Man, but I just want to thank everybody because that was such a fun time uh, for the pitch and hit club. I, you saw my my award. I did so. For people who may just be tuning in, Hoodie is the Harry Carey Sportscaster of the Year. Harry Carey Sportscaster of the Year from the Pitch and Hit Club of Chicago. You are so deserving of that honor, and it is really, really cool to see you got that trophy. Yeah. And a lot of listeners from Cap and J. Hood were there as well. Very cool. That's a lot of them. Very cool. So I Thank you. couldn't be happier for you. Thank you. And then just, uh, you know, my wife's there with me, and she's taking the video, and she's watching me up there. I'm cracking jokes. I, I use my standard joke, in which is, you know, when my wife and I got married, I told her there'd be a third element uh, in our marriage. And she says, uh-uh, I'm not into that. I don't do threesomes. And I say, no, the third element is the broadcasting business. Yeah, that's it. That's our third element because that was my first love. 
And so now you're part of it as well. And, of course, she's in the broadcast business as well, so it's more like a foursome. Correct. <laughs> Her first love, my first love, and us, our love together. Pretty awesome. And to see... That's not... Okay. That, that, see, that's not even the joke. That's a dollar, Johnny. That's not... That, that, see? That's a dollar. Come on out. Come on in here. Bring a dollar in. So... He's like, he's like, he's like the, the, um, the band in Vegas... Like a guy that was in, at the Sands in the 1960s, Paul Schaefer. He's just he's yeah. just there just to hit the symbol, right? <laughs> but I told you I tweeted this. Yeah, so proud and honored to be your partner. And your late parents mm-hmm. are having their morning coffee, Sanka or whatever it was, and they're looking down, going, "Oh my God, he's got this amazing morning show, and now he's the Harry Carey Sportscaster of the Year." Great honor and a fun night. Happy for you. And Alex from upstairs came by. How about that? Alex, the MC, one of our, our salespeople came out how of nowhere. He helicoptered in. That's awesome. Sat a drink right in front of me. He goes, there you go, crown royal for the winner. How about that? Like, where'd you come from? Didn't know anyone else was going to be very there. Very cool. So it was very Alex nice. Alex, your eBay. So thanks so much, everybody, from Pitch and Hit. Um, now I'm going to be locked in with them because uh, for our love of baseball, I'm going to be locked in with the Pitch and Hit Club because it's really about growing the sport. It is. It's a great, great group of people. Worst weekends. And more of your phone calls coming up on this NFL Playoff Monday on Cap'n J-Hood. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Cap'n J-Hood. The Bulls return home to the United Center to take on the Atlanta Hawks. The Bulls, by the way, are a one-point favorite against the Hawks. Speaking of the Hawks, the Blackhawks, three-game win streak is snapped yesterday by the Los Angeles Kings. Why are the Hawks winning? And what are they doing? (laughs) Chicago radio legend Lynn Bramer from WXRT passed away at the age of 68 yesterday. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2 and on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad to have you in today. Don't forget we have the Captain Jay Hood cut of the day right around the corner. But first, it's Monday, so we got to find out who had the worst weekend. Swept by the Pirates. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. Falling in an outhouse? Or maybe a dose of instant karma? The evidence would lead me to believe that he did not break the plane before getting rid of the ball. And who knows what's going on inside that helmet? It's time to find out who had the worst weekend on Cap'n J-Hood. Time to find out who had the worst weekends. Here's Shane Orley. Shane? Well, I want to get started with Fox Sports 1's Undisputed. At this point... What? That crew has just got to be begging to go through a weekend where there's no controversy about the members of their show. Shannon Sharp at a Laker game got in a fight that started with Dylan Brooks saying F you, no F you, went on to Steven <laughs> Adams, and then went on to T. Morant, John Morant's father. I'm watching uh, Shannon with that big uh, Mr. Rogers sweater uh, and, that, and that huge muscular body that he's in. And he's a he's a, a diehard LeBron fan. I don't know if he's a Laker fan, but definitely a LeBron fan. And he's getting back, going back and forth with the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies love to talk. By the way, they haven't accomplished anything yet, but they love to talk. They love the oh. banter back. But it got heated. 
I'm watching this and I'm saying, oh my God. But here's the thing that's weird about it. If that's you at a Bulls game, go and take that to the Memphis Grizzlies. And you're not on the floor, but you're crossing the line, putting your hand out. It's like, take that, take. They would have kicked you out. And you're David Kaplan. They would have kicked you out. So and I, you know the security there. Correct. I went to a game right before the pandemic and I got invited to sit in those. What is the name? Front row. I mean, the executive. Yeah, there, yeah. it's the uh, the uh, finance company that has the seats. I see. And I'm sitting there. Fred Hoiberg is literally standing in front of me. It literally, mm-hmm. a foot in front of me, turns around. I had a drink in my hand. He goes, anything interesting in that cup? <laughs> I said, no, I got a sore throat. It's coffee. <laughs> and he thought I had a cocktail. Mm-hmm. And then Frank Kaminsky, who I see at the health club. Yeah. He's a huge Fortnite player, mm-hmm. or was. He's at the free throw line. It's dead silence. He's from me to like Jay Moore. You suck at Fortnite. He backs off the line and looks at me and stares at me. Now, if I had kept this thing going and he took it the wrong way, who knows? They'd have kicked me out of the building. Yes. Yes. And we know the people at the United Center. Yes. Still. But like, but Shannon Sharp, he gets a chance to go back and sit back in his original seat and watch the rest of the game. He had a great sweat. And he hugged T. Morant post-game. Well, they swashed whatever the beef was, right? right? That's good. Well, so it all started because Shannon said to Dylan Brooks, you're too small to guard LeBron. And Dylan Brooks said back, F you. And then it became a fight. And here's what's crazy. Dylan Brooks doesn't even know who Shannon Sharp is. He doesn't watch TV, apparently. Good for him. Who is that guy? I guess mostly don't. That sweater that he was wearing was awesome. That cardigan? The oh. Shannon Sharp blue cardigan? Spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's from a famous designer. But that, you know how much that sweater was? Mm-hmm. I looked up on social media. There were a billion posts. What sweater is that? Mm-hmm. Five grand. Mm-hmm. Five grand for a sweater. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you're making whatever he makes, six, five, six, seven million a year to do that show, you can spend five grand on a sweater. I'll be wearing it. It's, it's January. I'll wear it late February. I'll bring it in. I'll bring it in so you can see it up close. That'd be great. Shake. All right, well, wow. I wanted to do Mike McCarthy because, obviously, the Cowboys lost the game. He ran that idiotic final play. And then on his way off the field, he put his hand on a camera and shoved a cameraman backwards. Mm-hmm. I, so I wanted to do Mike McCarthy. But then I thought, Dak Prescott, he threw two of the worst interceptions you'll ever see. Basically lost the game for the Cowboys. So then I wanted to do Dak. But then I thought, Dalton Schultz, he ran backwards out of bounds and kept the uh, clock running. Then on the play to set up a Hail Mary, while standing still, didn't find a way to keep his two feet in bounds. So let's just do the Cowboys all together. McCarthy, Dak, Dalton Schultz. I think that that's a good one, two, three right there. Schultz. You get again time and score, time and score. How do you not get your feet in place? I think he How does, thought God. that that right foot was down when he caught it, but it clearly was not. Boom. It was close, but it was not. Not in that situation, though, Cap. Can't screw that up. So I guess all encompassing with the Dallas Cowboys, where many, as they always do, hype the Cowboys and then they found a way to once again trickle it down their leg again. But then, I got to say that, but on the other hand, give the 49ers credit. The better team won. Yes, they did. No question about it. Still a great rivalry, those two. San Francisco and Dallas. But but, you, but But in the 49ers-Dallas Cowboys lore, it'll be in the record. You lost to a third-string quarterback. You did, but you lost to a team that's loaded. I get it. 
Loaded. But the record will say Prescott against Purdy? Correct. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> oh, Prescott was terrible because he threw two bad interceptions. Sheesh. They're both on him. All right, what else do we have for worst weekends? Bangladesh boy trapped in shipping container while playing hide-and-seek wakes up in Malaysia five days later. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm claustrophobic. Oh, my God. I. Oh, my God. I'd be dead. I'd be dead in there. I'm going to hide where no one can find me. Here I go. Here I go. <sighs> Wait, something's moving. Whoa, what's going on? Uh-oh, the top's Wait. locked. Wait a minute, what's going on? Oh, I can't. Whoa, I can't get out. Oh, okay, guys. Uh, Oxy Oxen free. Yeah, here I come. I can't, can't get out. Guys? Hello? Yellow? Anybody out there? Oh, God. <laughs> that, that, like, the thought of it scares me because, you know, I got locked in a U-Haul. And right when with- I was coaching at Northern. Mm-hmm. I was moving apartments. Yeah. It was 100 degrees outside. I had the trailer behind my car. And I had to put stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Bus went, school bus went by. Blows the door closed. Oh, God. So it's dark. I can't see in there. I'm with all my furniture in there. It's one of those trailers. It's not like the truck that you can drive. And I am stuck. An hour later, I'm still in there, and I am literally freaking out because I'm claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. And I start rocking the thing, and some guy came running up. Is there somebody in here? Yes, let me out. And he let me out, soaked in sweat. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. So it says he entered the container while playing with some friends. He ended up getting locked inside unintentionally. What does he do? Goes to bed. He just went to sleep. Sure. Unaware he was on a ship departing from the port. Woke up five days later in a different country. Ah, oh, am I still in here? Let me open up this thing. Finally, it's open. Where am I? You're in Malaysia. You're in Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where, where am I? Where am I? Seriously, man. He thinks he's in Malaysia. Does the kid even know? Did he know he was in Malaysia? That's the question. Did he know? Shay. Uh, I doubt it. There's no, it says they only knew his first name. They don't have his last name. They're not releasing any information about him. So I think they're just trying to find a way to get him back to his family. Uh, the, I th- the big concern was could this be human trafficking? And it was not. He just was playing hide and seek, locked himself in a shipping crate, wound up in a different country. Horrific. Oof. Horrific. But a, but a good nap, though. Good, good, nice sleep, really, some rest. Really good nap. Some, <laughs> some, some rest. And he lived to tell about it. Horrific. Shay? We have audio for this next one. Miami man injured by falling iguana during outdoor yoga class. All right, let's take a listen. Guys, I think we're going to close the class right now. I'm going to take care of somebody that's in, uh, just got an iguana dropped on his face. All right, I'll see you next week. Whoa. An iguana dropped it's, on his face. It fell out of a tree? It's a yoga class that d- does their classes on Instagram Live in Miami. And so this woman's leading the class. Everybody stops, looks over. You can't see what's happening. And she comes back and says, we have to shut it down. An iguana fell on this man's face. They were in the final resting p- uh, pose, which is referred to as the corpse pose. Next thing he knows, an iguana is falling out of the tree and hitting him in the face. I guess the next question is, did he like it? 
I'll do that again. Was he into it? Do it again. Hey, Guada, how you doing, girl? I mean, I'm wondering, did, <laughs> was he into it? Is that is that in the article? Uh, it says it felt like a sandbag hit him in the face. His quote is that he thought at first the guy next to me slugged me. But, I mean, we're in yoga class. It's so calm and peaceful. Why would he hit me? Did you say she felt like a bag of sand? What was that? Sandbag, yeah. Oh, okay. The 40-year-old virgin. Oh, that's <laughs> like, do, do it again. <laughs> do it again. Oh, my God. One more time. <laughs> People in Twitch chat are saying this is like a frequent thing. Like, falling iguanas is a common deal. Uh, Really? Uh, I've never heard of it. God. Let's try it tonight. That can't happen to me unless I see it coming first. Mindy! I got something we're going to try tonight. It's called the falling iguana. So you, so you, her fall, you got her falling out of the basket? Is that what you're going to do? That's it. Uh, out of the hanging basket? Cat's yeah. going to hang himself from the ceiling and then drop on her in the bed. That's the falling iguana. Yoshi, get out of that basket! <laughs> Yoshi! Santa, you're too big to be in that basket. Sparky, don't even think about it. That's Mindy's. Fall on me, baby. <laughs> Apparently, because they're cold-blooded, when it gets cold in the winter, they just drop out of the trees. Oh, that just... But it would just frighten me. No question. The animal. Not not the old girl named Iguana. I wouldn't have a problem with that. All right, coming up next, the Captain J. Hood cut of the day. That's still to come on ESPN 1000. By safely removing the plaque in your arteries and restoring function naturally. Guys... Let me be clear. Pills will never fix your problem. Our equipment is the latest technology, and our medical staff is the best in the industry. And right now, we're offering a free treatment just for coming in. That's right. You can try this treatment at no cost. If you suffer from ED or Peroni's disease, give West Coast Men's Health a call today. It's not just about better health. It's about a better life. Call now. 630-425-5033. That's 630-425-5033. Online at westcoastmenshealth.com. Millions of Americans suffer car accident injuries every year. While you can't stop other drivers from causing a crash, you can take control of your life following a car accident. At Curcio Law Offices, we will protect your rights and seek the financial compensation you deserve. We have decades of experience helping injured victims and their families obtain the financial compensation they deserve after a car accident. Give us a call at 312-321-1111 or visit us online at curcio-law.com for your free case consultation today. Looking to help your clients get quality product for their next project? Turn to Grand Appliance and TV, the place with a decades-long proven track record of delivering for builders, remodelers, and other businesses. This is Johnny Handsome, the good kid, and I'm telling you, they take care of everything to keep your clients happy and your project on schedule, including fast delivery turnaround thanks to thousands of in-stock appliances across four warehouses from start to finish. They make everything easy. To all my contractor buddies out there, buy local. Visit Grand Appliance and TV or go to grandappliance.com. Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, this is WMVP WSAG HD2, Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station.